on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Everything old is new. I mean, classic. Again. Star Wars Cantina is in New York, and we're meeting up. Moon Fair is ending, but anniversary activities are just starting. You want to captain that Romulan ship? Now you can. Farmer's Fair is starting, and we're invading. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 327 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Ioctast gaming community. The Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsemi. And to my right, actually, is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies. This week, we are joined by special guests Seema and Max, who are here to talk to us about AIE in SOTOR. Welcome. Yes, we are. (laughs) Indeed. All right. Oh, and it looks like the uh, DOA raid team has invaded the Twitch channel, so everything is working. Awesome. All right, so we're going to go around the room and find out what everyone's been up to in or out of game, and then we'll get to the news, and then we'll talk about SOTOR and WoW Classic. So let's start with Seema. What have you been up to? Well, I'm I'm pretty excited about the uh, release of Onslaught, which is the next um, X-Pack for SOTOR, but that is not happening until October. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. <laughs> yeah, we hope. <laughs> we hope, yeah. Based on the TPS. So right now, <laughs> I'm pretty much on the Wild WoW Classic hype train. I mean, when they first announced it at BlizzCon a couple years ago, I was like, oh, that's such a cute idea. I'm definitely going to check that out. But the last few weeks, uh, there's been so much excitement from AIE Guildies. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited now, too, and I can't wait to log in tomorrow and make my orc and get my one silver and contribute it for the <laughs> um, guild charter. I'm, I'm going to be crushed if I can't log in, you know, know, like if there's a lot, if I, if I, if I get in a queue and, and, and the guild gets formed while I'm still, you know, making coffee. Yeah. Because no, I can't log in. Or exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but the excitement but is just, it's building and building and building. Yeah, and it's it's I mean, for me it's awesome because I I haven't set up my add-ons. I I I've I picked my names that I wanted to make sure I got, which I got and I'm really happy about. But we have such a such a wild classic community going. I know that when I do get ready to do add-ons, I can go, "Hey, how do I get this add-on?" Right. <laughs> and everybody else will know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's Commander Taco or Taco Noob in Noob Taco. Noob Taco, yeah, has been been really good about that. Yeah, he ha- it's his. He has a site that he created actually called Will It Classic, <laughs> ah, which is a great name. Familiar. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's what's going on in my brain right now. Awesome. What about you, Max? And Noob Taco's in the chat room right now. So thank you, Noob Taco. Uh yeah, I'm excited about Swotor. I'm excited about I've been I've been doing 
I, I was looking through the notes here and I kept dropping in um, as we go through the game news. I was like, oh, I, I was playing that this week. Uh, I have some comments. On, oh, I was playing that this week. I have some comments. So a little of everything. A um, bunch of Star Wars still getting ready for WoW Classic. Still doing some stuff in WoW on both Horde and Alliance. I was in, well, I've been dipping into Final Fantasy, but mostly only to do the the Cackpot jackpot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All I've been doing there. I didn't log in today to see if I won. I probably did. <laughs> no, I, th- um, I think it's like trying to get the um, the Gamoran Max in Sotor. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot about the casinos. I got to get in there. <laughs> uh, the most levels I've done this week has actually been in Lord of the Rings online. And we had our mandatory fun night there last night. That was pretty fun. And yeah, and we'll get to it a little bit. I was in No Man's Sky um, a little bit too. So a little bit of everything, a lot of, a lot of, lot of everything, a little bit of everything else. All right. And Mew, what have you been up to? Oh, a little bit of everything. Um, <clears throat> probably, uh, I, d- I did finally get flight in uh, Warcraft. So, uh, I'm not so sure if I mentioned that last time or not. It's It's been a blur. Um but uh, just having that has kind of made raiding interesting. Now I can actually fly myself to the raid and get uh, flushed down the, the proverbial toilet. And, uh, <laughs> yes. That is yeah. what we're calling it. <clears throat> yep. And, um, and yeah, just it makes, every, it makes everything pretty easy. Um, <laughs> I, I hear a little protest outside yeah. the door. Yeah, there's, there's some protesting going on. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, the podcast is very controversial. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, <clears throat> the the big thing is, it's just like you know, things like Mechagon are a completely different right. experience now with flight. I mean, yeah, that if you if you do Mechagon enough to get the rocket pack, that's pretty game changing too. Yeah, because you can do everything with that rocket pack, like you know, even collecting stuff, and so it's actually kind of worth it to, to to grind those and make make a few of those to, to jump around, but. But yeah, flight in general, especially as you know, the my main character being a druid, instant you know mount up and fly around just makes things so much more inter- interesting and easy. Yeah, um, I love uh, that. Makes... I love that rocket pack the way I love the broom because it's instant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Everyone gets a little taste of druid flight form during Halloween. Exactly. Yep. And then other than that, uh, lots of time in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I have. Uh, four or five alts that I'm all trying to get to the end game. Um, just as, uh, even though you don't need alts in Final Fantasy 14, there are three different server um, uh, uh, data centers. So I try to have like a, a viable character in each one. Cause I, I do have friends scattered all over the place. Although interesting news at the, in the, at the last um, games con, I think mm-hmm. is that uh, Final Fantasy 14 wants to get it to where everybody can visit everybody. And, and oh, nice. Nice. So right now you can visit anybody on your data center. Cool. They want to change it so everyone can. Right. And then beyond that, um, probably getting ready to move. Yeah, you uh, got the probably, house. Yeah, yeah. We, we're buying a house, and in fact, we were going to close on it Friday, but they're like, you know what? We just want to get rid of this thing. Come take it on Wednesday. So we're nice. moving all the all the closing to Wednesday if possible. So that'll be my life for the next oh month. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, hopefully no interruptions to the podcasting. Although the the view might change back here a little <laughs> bit as as things happen. As there's already you know even more boxes stacked up in the corner and whatnot. But uh, uh, we'll see. That's been that's been my focus for the most part. Gotcha. How about you? Well, I think you forgot one thing though. Didn't horseshoes and hand grenades get uh, <clears throat> Shara down? They did, um, and I, I, I totally. It was so. Um, and not that it was anticlimactic, but like after the fight of uh, of Zequil, whatever his name was, yeah. um, um, then you do Ashara, and it just compared to his chaos, her chaos was just a little bit easier. Gotcha. We didn't spend nearly as much time on her, I don't think. But yeah, we've, we're, we're finally, um, what is it, eight of eight? Nice. Nine of nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah eight yeah, of eight. For normal. And, and we've already been delving pretty deep into heroic. So we're, we're moving right along and, you know, getting getting that fun gear. That's what this is all about, right? Getting the gear. Exactly. And I'm yeah. sure we're going to talk to Max and Seema about gear coming up shortly. Uh, but as far as yep. what I've been doing, I have been raiding. We're now seven of eight. We finally got Zakul down, and uh-huh. we're going to work on Ashara on Wednesday, because uh, tonight yep. we're probably going to do the heroic war front and try yep. and get another piece of 430 gear, because gear counts. Um, yep, that guaranteed gear is why that's important to yeah. do. Just hope you don't already have something in that slot that's that good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been doing that. Uh, focusing on WoW Classic, which we'll talk about, trying to get everyone juggled, informed about how everything's going to run tomorrow, uh, get tied into the UFG, the United Federation of Guilds uh, podcast, Discord, all that, and get everyone in that. Um, and like I said, we'll cover that in a little bit. So yep. that's what I've been up to mostly and playing a lot of Minecraft with my daughter as we uh, have a realm and we've been hopping in doing stuff and then uh, hopping out and uh, oh, playing a lot of For the King on the Switch. That's it's a roguelike. It's very fun. It's also very frustrating because it's a roguelike. So has there been some patches in Minecraft? Because I'm hearing that being mentioned a lot in the last week they all i see on minecraft lately is that they added bees and i don't know if that's just <laughs> xbox not bees not the bees or what but i mean i see pictures of bees i see pictures of like mm-hmm. hives and people raising bees for honey and i yeah, yeah I, I don't know the the one we play on is the java version on the pc that added mm-hmm. the shipwrecks. And so her favorite thing to do is just hop in a rowboat, go find a sunken temple or a uh, 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 sunken ship and explore that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will get to SOTOR shortly. But first, let's get into this week's news. AIE News. And speaking of news and community, I see you, Max, playing with the backgrounds there. (laughs) SOTOR Escape Podcast 305, testing our patience, and boy were they. Uh, Max and Seema discussed the PvP season details, the level sync feedback, and the bounty hunter abilities. 
And in 306, the mats go to 11. They were talking about the PTS heraldry updates, the achievements, the feats of strength, the first look at crafting, and why this is not going to be ready for October. That was my own personal add-on in there. <laughs> we'll get to that. And in Working Class Nerds, episode 52, the Arbesh Conspiracy with Innistar, Nick and Marcus sit down with the author of This Week in Arbesh blog. In I want to make sure I'm saying that right. Innistar. Intisar. Right? Intisar. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, really cool. The cool the, uh, person who plays with us, too. Awesome. From yeah. time to time. They talk. They spotlight his novel Star Wars theme blog. Get into some Star Wars predictions and some conspiracy theories. And all right. So Max, you want to cover that note you added in? Yeah. So one other note, and we're seeing quite a bit of this happening this past weekend. Discord added on live streaming within the Discord client. So this is only within, so this would be within the server, within the client. Only people that are in our server, in the AI server, if that's where you launch your stream from, would see it. But what it allows you to do is say, whatever game you're currently playing, it just shares your a live view of your game, a live stream, into the channel. And anybody can click on your, your little live icon or double-click you and see your stream live and blow it up full screen and, and watch as, as you play. Uh, so keep an eye out for it. I've been seeing a lot of it going on on the Final Fantasy channel. Um, it's it's very eye catching because it's that bright red live on yeah. voice channels. So you're like, what's going on over there? Yeah. Just just be aware if you do click into it and if you do or if you do jump in to view it, it's not passive. You get you get dumped into the voice channel. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your mics are muted. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. So use it if if you if you want. If people have good feedback on how it's working out i'm interested to, to hear about it so that's cool mm-hmm. oh, definitely another another chance to use that might be the fact that uh in nomads news uh destiny uh, steam transfer process from battle.net has begun so you must transfer your account to steam by october 1st as the game will stop being playable in battle.net as of that date and will be live on steam of course yep. We have a link to the the actual uh, place where you move uh, in the show notes if you need it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's <clears throat> that's I've been seeing a lot of activity through that. So if you want to use any of your Battle.net balances to buy stuff, like you know, get more platinum or whatever they're calling it, I forget what they call it in this silver, I think something, yeah, or, whatever yeah. currency it if, is. Yeah, if you want to buy anything for it, whether it be um, you know expansions, silver, whatever, do it. Ne- and you want to use it your Battle.net balance, for example, you do it now. Like you know, if you've been buying, uh, you're getting a lot of WoW gold, and then buying the tokens and getting Battle.net balance, and you, you, that's your last chance to do it. Is you know, it ends at October first, so get that done now hmm. um, before that goes over, because it will all transfer over. Once you do the actual transfer process, it'll all pop up in Steam. So you keep it all. You keep all the expansions, your silver, all that fun stuff. So make sure you get that done now before the end of, the, uh, of October 1st. And then another pretty popular one that I've seen a couple of streams for is No Man's Sky um, because it's been updated this month uh, to No Man's Sky Beyond. Uh, Hello Games, the developer, has referred to it as No Man's Sky 2.0 because that's what you call it when you've burnt the ground of whatever 1.0 was and start over saying, Hey, it's great. Now it's kind of like a realm reborn. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. It's no man's sky reborn. 
Um, most of the game systems have been updated or revamped to improve the player experience. Uh, some of the bigger additions to the game are VR support, which I'm seeing lots of people going gaga for. Um, there is now 16 to 32 player support on planets and stations, which is pretty crazy. Um, multiplayer missions. <laughs> there goes Matt. <laughs> base building. Yep, he's going to go play it now. Um, there are player social hubs. There's dynamic NPCs. Creature taming which and writing, which is pretty ca- crazy. Um, there is a discovery UI overhaul. And there's also been some inventory improvements, which is good because oof, not many, much space as it was. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Dent and Corley are currently searching for a planet that can be used for a community planet where players can build bases, trade, and help each other out in the game. If you played No Man's Sky when the first came out but were disappointed, give it a try now because it's still valid. You, if you bought it, you can still play. Um, you might find that uh, things you, you didn't like um, have been improved or updated. So post in the Nomads channel if you want to join up in the game. Um, it's it's amazing to watch. Um, I had a point, but it disappeared. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but but we'll let uh, um, yeah we'll we'll, we'll let uh, Max chime in. He's got yeah. a comment for us. Yeah, I did I did it in VR, and I only did it did it nice. in VR, but I also got a sense of what all the other game systems are as well. So mm-hmm. in VR, it is really really good uh, for a VR game, although. The flying around above the planet, I think flying is supposed to be okay, but flying around above the planet uh, gave me a little bit of headache. Um, mm-hmm. The ground game, though, was was really good, being able to do the mining and run around and, and collect stuff. Mm-hmm. The the other thing that looks really good that I didn't really get to yet is there's a whole this whole concept of base building, and that's what mm-hmm. Dent and Corley are going after. You can that's... build up your base, and there's a whole system of... You set up a power source, and you have to connect and wire up your power source to the things you want to power up, and you create these complex bases, and then you have these portals to travel back and forth to your base, to other bases. So That's that's the point I was remembering, is that I've noticed that some of our AI years have um, actually created a couple of the portal spots and have been sharing those portal location hieroglyphs. Yeah. So that's how you get around. That's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Kazrick said, uh, back to Destiny... You actually only have till September third to use your Battle.net balance. Oh, so it's even sooner for that. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. not long. That's like a week. Yeah, exactly. So, so it must be just getting everything. That's they probably wanted enough time to actually fully make sure that the, everything got saved from Battle.net to Steam. Yep. So that's why that's they want nice. you to use everything ahead. But yeah, get it done now. <laughs> yeah, and then this said uh, players may pre-order Destiny Two Shadowkeep on Steam but won't be able to play till October 1st. Um, they begin to purchase silver on Steam according to October 1st. So, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yes, yeah, as far as they're concerned, it's going live as a Steam game October 1st. Yep, exactly. All right. And in WoW news, Gusty Tail and friends will form groups to queue for the Trial of Style, where you'll be given a theme and have mere minutes to select the best outfit from any item you've ever equipped. Uh, then they will take Vern's to- turns voting on those who turned out best. Being in a guild group gives us the chance to help everyone get top honors while still having a great time. Uh, they're going to run Saturday, August 31st from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. 
That's uh, let's see. Do the math. Subtract the two. Never Three to mind. five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. And Sunday, September first, from ten to eleven thirty p.m. Eastern, and then again Tuesday, September third, from eight to eleven p.m. Eastern. Uh, she will do additional runs if there is interest. So let's get out there and be fabulous. And quick uh, raid update. New Braid is 5 of 8 in Palace as well. They're having fun doing that. I don't know if they got a new boss down last night, but I didn't see anything, so I think it's just 5 of 8. And uh, we have this on the AIEGuild.org blog. We have it in the show notes. WoW Classic is launching, good lord, tomorrow (laughs) at 3 p.m., Pacific, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Max time. 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Basically, the goal short term is get past the queue into the game. We're going to form groups for those that want to. Uh, to start leveling, gathering silver, copper to get silver, to get the guild charter. Once we have enough silver, I'll make the run to org, grab the guild charter, teleport back to the starting area to get the nine signatures we need, run back to org, turn it in, set up the guild ranks, and then we'll start inviting everyone. Um, So if you have any questions, use the WoW Classic channel uh, will be in voice and in the text channel as well in the AIE Discord. So. All, right. All right. And oh, and the other thing is uh in that article there is also a link to the United Federation of Guilds, which is the other um Pagel um consortium that's on there which is ctr starting zone world of warcast lagging balls itunes uh there's a discord for that community that we're going to join as well uh so make sure you take a look at that for coordinating activities and things yeah that was a really cool way that that we set up this this classic this approach to classic uh, across all of those communities, everybody got together behind the scenes. Tetsumi's been talking to CTR for a long time, and, and Mew has as well. They pulled us in. All of these other podcast groups have been pulled in as well. Some of them are uniting in a, in one guild, one new guild. Some of them have their own guilds. Everyone is is united on two different servers. So both factions on both servers. AIE is doing Horde on Pagel. But there's there's a couple of guilds that'll be doing both Horde and another. And the United Guild will be both Horde and Alliance. Uh, then a couple of the other guilds will be there on Alliance. And then if you want PvP, there's a place for people to be on a PvP server. It's White Main. Um, you can only roll one faction, but there will be at least some sort of guild structure on both sides of White Main. Whatever you want to do, gives us a great opportunity to have a populated server populated with friends of ours so we can do bigger events and we can run this kind of uh um this this kind of thing that will hopefully long term allow us to to spread out and do whatever we want and have that kind of community community events and population su- sustained that uh that'll make it make it really nice for us yep. and we'll skip over our swotar because we'll talk to them shortly in a bit <laughs> Mm-hmm. But in ESO news, uh, two new dungeons for Scalebreaker are out and running them will give you a tablet 
that you need to open Wing 2 of the Hall of the Lunar Champion. This is the new house that you can get while playing through the current story update. For free, I believe. For free? For free. Mm -hmm. um, you'll need a group to run them, uh, so join us uh, on the mandatory fun night on Friday nights, and uh, you can be helped out getting them. Uh, several of that group have been through them a few times already, and um, so you, know, you got some veterans for you. And speaking of Mandatory Fun Night, it is Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they run dungeons, clear zones for sky, sh sky shards, and occasionally they fall off cliffs. <laughs> so Thank that floor. Yeah, well, at least yeah. Dan Kenya does. Um, and if you yeah. follow closely enough, then you will as well. Yes. And that's the fun of it. Yep. Yep. And in Final Fantasy XIV news, uh, folks are still having fun in the latest Storm Shadowbringers uh, expansion. Uh, the weekly f uh, fully party, full party, uh, I guess that's full party, uh, group activities continue twice a week. They are on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Uh, that essentially means that if they can get a full party to do a thing, that they run out and have fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Moonfire Fair concludes on the 26th, so that's tomorrow. And the sixth anniversary event for Final Fantasy XIV begins, which is the Rising event. And it is a very fun event. It's essentially an event... It's, it's kind of, and in the past it has been very much so, a fourth wall breaking event. Um, uh, it's because it's basically the developers showing the, the players directly in the game how thankful they are, that they love their game, that they give them feedback, that you know they're still around. Um, and in the greatest numbers they've had since launch. Um, that, and so it's also always very interesting to see what they cook up I know a year or two ago, it was actually they took you to like uh, it seemed like their offices, I think, and you and, and you got to talk to all the individual developers. So that was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, I think uh, last year was a weird little. Um, it was it's kind of Zork like, or I don't know. It it, it was interesting, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they do this year. Uh, <clears throat> there's also a reminder that uh, the Final Fantasy XIV gang is always in Discord voice chat. You'll see people there every day, so feel free to hop in. Yeah. And if you haven't checked out the game yet, uh, but are interested, give the free trial a try. It is at freetrial.finalfantasyxiv.com. If you have any questions, you can visit the uh, FFXIV Discord channel in AIU's Discord to uh, ask them, and you'll get some pretty helpful uh, responses. Yep. Um, also, there's a note in here that uh, there are some active Final Fantasy XIV AIE streamers, and that would be Ab Abovan, Duris, and Second Date. And they often will uh, uh, stream together so you can see all their screens at once. And that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, and they're streaming a lot on Mixer. Yeah. So we've, yes. we've got some people striking out into, into Mixer. Um, keep an eye on that. Um, yep. That's that's pretty fun. Yep. Yeah, that Final Fantasy crew. Um, they're they're some of the act, most active in our Discord as well. So yeah, mm. always always people there in voice, just uh, just hanging out. Um, so feel free to just even lurk in there if if you want. Um, they're definitely taking advantage of that live streaming in Discord, the new feature. Mm -hmm. And they tend to to pepper the uh, Pixar it didn't happen channel with, with quite, <laughs> yes. quite a quite a bit of stuff on a regular basis. Lots of cool you, pictures you need like to see this. what fun you're missing. And in Star Trek Online news, Sunday nights are the MFS night nights for STO. Grebog, Dent, Corley, and a few others have been in there leading the charge. And I think normally it would start 
like five minutes ago. So we'll have to see if they are actively doing an MFN or if they're just hanging out with us tonight. Uh, very soon, captains among the ranks of the Federation, Klingon, and Dominion factions will be gaining access to most of the Romulan Republic's fierce fleet of starships. This includes many of the legendary warbirds and a number of the other Romulan starships. Though these vessels have been restricted up till now, the galaxy is heading in a direction of increased cooperation and sharing of technology. And the Republic has been benefiting from those arrangements for some time. Their leadership has decided it's time enough to return the trust that's been shown to them and allow their trusted allies the opportunity to test out their singularity technology and specialized starships. Sounds exciting. Yep. Yeah. It does. And then other exciting space news. In EVE, a strange wormhole has opened up and most of the current EVE players are now in a strange space called Azeroth. That's interesting. Seems that they thought it was similar to dust, but with better options. Ooh, that's a that's a burn on dust. Poor dust. <laughs> uh, it, it it had so much hope and 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 whatnot, but the, yeah, just didn't pan out. Yeah, it's it just crumbled to dust. Anyway, Guild Wars Two news: ArenaNet is running a Champion Rush event until August twenty seventh. There will be a bonus loot from killing champs in Core Tyria and a token drop that has turned into the Progress Community Rewards. That has to be turned into Progress Community Rewards. So you have to do some active stuff to get that done. Yep. Uh, there is a link in the show notes to that information. After September 3rd, uh, there will uh, there will be the not well-named Expansion Boost Special Event. That is a very well <laughs> It does not mean that there is a new expansion. It will, however, give double XP for mastery progression for the ex- existing expansion. So it's an expansion boost for the previous expansion special event. Yeah, but that's probably more of a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, but we have a link there as well. Uh, more significantly, ArenaNet has a big live announcement coming up August 30th. This will probably be about the new Living World season coming up, but they have surprises before with extras. So check it out. All yeah, right. their, their MFN is on Monday nights. Yep. Um, and they it's it's usually a small group, but you can always jump in there on a Monday night. And they've promised as soon as... Probably not tomorrow night. I'm not going to get back in there tomorrow night. I got something going on <laughs> in another game. the band back together? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's yeah, the wrong no, game. Yeah. <laughs> but they promised to take me to fight some giant, giant dragon. We got to fight a dragon during the Summer of Love Week. And that um, one that was, was already pretty giant. It was pretty big. And they're like, yeah. oh, you think this is big? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. But no, oh, my dragon. I hear there's uh, there's some Warcraft thing going on. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Might Just have a to little, go check little that classic out. thing. And in Lord of the Rings Online, the Farmer's Fair has arrived through September 9th. September 21st, there will be a invasion of Lord of the Rings... Uh, Saturday Night Live? No, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's the MFN. Yeah, it's yeah, MFN. Okay. Saturday Night Lotro. Yep. Yep. Saturday Night Lotro. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, all are welcome to attend as Marcus will be leading all interested people to try Lotro through the intro area for the race of man. It's free to play. You just need to download the game. Any questions, feel free to ask Marcus or post in the Lotro channel. Yeah, the idea is to get as many people as possible to sort of descend on Lotro and give it a shot. Nice. Yep. Yes. It's, it's that, kind of what the old Nomad thing used to be. 
Yeah, exactly. Let's try this yeah, for a week. And then try this for yeah. a week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the spirit of, of nomads. Uh, Marcus is both going to bring a lot of this, like the Swotor crew, that like his his raid his ops team, but then also be pulling in people uh, potentially from like our our podcast community across uh, outside of AIE, trying to pull them in, and uh, yeah, coming to hang out in Lord of the Rings a little bit. Like these couple free to play games are just really nice um, from that perspective. People can just jump in and, and try it out. And I was in there this this week, as I said. Um, I like to go back in there. My my warden is my character that I'm leveling up. I probably put about four or five levels on this week. And last night in in the center night Lotro MFN for for Lotro, Coralie and Melung and Lucy were in there. And Coralie and Melung helped me finish like an elite area and finish off one of my chapters and it's, it's kind of cool the way you go through the chapters and the story that is parallel with, but not on the same main yeah. storyline as the fellowship. Right. So there is a little bit of interaction, but mostly it's like you're running yeah. parallel to them. Yeah. So I, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff with Radagast this, this past chapter. Mm-hmm. And then Radagast is like, Oh wait, I gotta, I gotta go now. I got, I got other things going on, you know? So it's, it's really cool that way. I mean, Lotro is really a cool world. I mean, I recommend it. it. And also, if you're thinking that you might want to give it a shot on that day, just to check it out and hang out with chat with us and everything, just start downloading the next yeah. time you think about it. Because it's, it's, not, it's not exactly the kind of thing where you can show up and then download. Yeah. Right. Unless you want to spend the evening, you know, <laughs> downloading. downloading. Yeah. 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 Download it now. Exactly. And if you have any issues, that, just ask in the Lotro channel. Mal, Mal can help you out. Yeah. Download now, download often. Download early, <laughs> download often. It is on Steam. Corley, on. Corley's pointing out it's on Steam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can get it on Steam. So That's great. Cool. Yeah, I think I still have the Lifetime membership. You know, when you bought it, you could get the the lifetime subscription. Yes. I bought it because I was really interested. But now I still need to go get the expansions. <coughs> I don't. I just have the yeah. the base game, and I think up through Mordor. So well, I, you. I'd have to log check. log in and check it out. You yeah. may have a whole bunch of currency that you can just buy all that stuff for okay. the, of the yeah. Lotro points. Yeah, because you've got the lifetime sub. No, that's true. They so, don't do lifetime subs anymore. Like Star Trek does right. do lifetime subs you can get again. Lotro does not, and I wish they would. I would I would pick it up if I could. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, you can probably get everything you want, um, Tets, yeah, cool. at this point for free. Have to check that out. All right. But with that, let's get back to Seam and Max and find out what is going on in SOTOR that has them all riled up about the PTS. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the D23 stuff that just happened. Oh, which looks really good. That poster looks amazing. Oh, yeah. And I I heard even some other sort of secret rumors coming out um, of that. And maybe we can talk about it at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, I changed my background. So I'm trying to keep my backgrounds up up with uh, whatever game we're talking about. So that I, can, I can either be on Coruscant or I can be on... Uh, no, that's nope, WoW. That's WoW. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now he's in uh, Lotro. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I, no, okay. You're back in there. So this there is, this is Iocath. Oh, okay. You're looking at the you've water. It's spaced in Iocath. <laughs> exactly. But I'll go. It's inside of a Dyson sphere. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Is, is Iocath, That's which right. is kind of cool. 
So Seema, you want to you want to kick us off? These are actually your notes too, aren't they? So well, the beginning part, yeah. So, um, in in preparation for the new X pack that's coming in October, quote unquote. No, one, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to argue with me on that one yet. Okay, well, not yet. <laughs> Bioware Bioware claims September. Seema, who's who accidentally predicted the exact date of the last expansion like six months ahead of time. Um, before they had announced it and before they even knew what they were going to do. Seema has said, uh, what did you say, October 7th? Yeah, first Tuesday, Tuesday in October. Yeah. Yeah. First Tuesday in October. So Seema says October 7th. But <laughs> <laughs> but we can yeah. talk about our PTS experience and see where <laughs> right. they're going. Okay. okay, so public test server for Onslaught is going to be up um, soon in a phase that supports achievements. So basically you earn the achievement on the public test server and then you get a title for it that you can use in the live game. And the achievements this time are likely to um, uh, be for running group content. So we're going to be getting groups together to run five-man groups or ops if we can do it. And there's also also um, PvP groups count, PvP uh, instanced and ranked. And GSF. Uh, and GSF, yeah, that's the Galactic Starfighter, which is the uh, the ship PVV. Right. Um, so we encourage you, if you think you might be interested in doing that, to download the test server because I think it's going to be fun, and then we can all wear our titles in the game. I th- is it? A, I think you get a title if you log in. I thought if you did the five group things, there was. A, I think you got a mount. So I. I read that too, but it didn't seem like it was backed up, so I don't want to get wanna... too excited about it. But there's well, there's rewards. <laughs> yeah, there's rewards. I want the mount. <laughs> is, is it the Kai Zyken mount? Yes, the log. So it's the... a log. <laughs> Kai Zyken mount is a, is a log. Yes. It's yes. just a log. I did, it's just, it now moves, though, doesn't it? It moves, yeah. It when they moves. first put it in, it was a log that just sat there. You you put you yes, hit your a... mount button, and it was just a log. You mounted on the log, and it it wouldn't move. <laughs> it, was, it was just a log. Now it moves. <laughs> if you do the anyway, that's the that's supposedly <laughs> supposed to be the thing. Yeah. Um, but also in so toward the summer, we've been doing the summer of three hundred, uh, sort of event, I guess you could call it, where. If you wanted to, everyone who's trying to get all eight classes to uh, command rank 300, a lot of people have made that goal due to the double XP event right. that went on for about a month. It's over now. Um, but I personally am almost to 300 on all my characters, all my classes, I mean. I have I have three to finish up, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I could do it soon. You know, it won't be long. <laughs> You're just... You're just you, yeah. She and I are She's trying to stretch it out as long as possible. Razor's edge. Which which is going to mean that yeah it's going to be like the night before where I go oh crap no yeah no I, I'm gonna yeah I think I'll do that after the show actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have three I still need to to tick over they're right they're right on the edge I kept wanting to do like like one a week and sort of stretch it out and maybe even do it during the podcast um, so I have, <laughs> I have three more to to tick over. Um, but yeah. yeah, getting a 300 is on all eight classes was a challenge because it's for anybody that's not familiar, command rank 300 is sort of like prestige ranks after you hit level cap. So you right. get up to level 70, and then there's 300 of these prestige ranks that you get from basically doing anything in the game. Um, 
it's easier to get those ranks nowadays. And with the double CXP bonus that we had, it was it was quite easy. But uh, but still, it took took a long time for everybody to get all through all. Yeah, yeah, it's it was more about us not having done it already because right. I tend to play the same class and then the mirror class, and then so I had basically ignored doing this on my other classes. So yeah, yeah, but I'll catch up. A little bit of work. Um, yeah, and then another exciting thing is Bioware has announced a New York Cantina, which will coincide with New York um, Comic Con. And there's going to be some AIE people there. So yes, if you're looking will. for um, an East Coast meetup, that would be a good one. And let's see, I put a date in there, didn't I? October um, 4th from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Yep. At uh, Stitch, whatever that is. Probably a bar of some sort. Yeah. Uh, Marcus was familiar with it. so if I think the can- they did it there before. Uh, okay. These cantina events are are the Bioware sponsored dev events. So devs are there, the community managers are there. They they buy you free drinks for for a little bit. Um, they maybe show off some some news or at least some screenshots of stuff they haven't showed you yet. Um, they answer questions and they hang out. So it's it's really cool. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go. So I think Marcus is gonna be there. I think Corley's gonna try to be there. Zen from Australia. He's got to travel for work. He may he may be trying to move a work trip to to line up. Um, and then a bunch of the other podcasters, the Swotor podcasters, are going to be there. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking hard. I haven't booked my flights yet, but I'm looking really hard at it. I probably I'm gonna gonna get out there. Cool. If you want to keep up to date on what's happening with um, the AIEs that are going and where are you going to meet and who's staying where and all that stuff. Just come in the SOTOR channel and AIE discord and ask about it. And I'm sure everyone who's will, will, will chime in with info. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it looks like stitch is, yeah, it's a stitch barn lounge. It says drink specials and a split level setting attract the after work crowd to this large watering hole. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's kind of scary that it's, it's, Selling point is it is split level. Hmm. Oh, it just means there's room, you know. They stitched okay. stitch it together. That's all it is. Like, exactly. No, I mean, like, their best feature is that they have stairs. <laughs> or elevators. Hey, it's New York. It's a New York thing. It, yeah, it's New York. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Um, You want to talk about Mega Max? Yes, Mega Max. That's <laughs> Mega Max. <laughs> nice. So in addition to our weekly MFN, our mandatory fun nights are Tuesday nights in the Star Wars The Old Republic, and we're always doing something fun on Tuesday nights. B. Kavanaugh, one of our officers, tends to to think up and dream up the cool things that we do. Sometimes it aligns with, uh, with Conquest, which is sort of like a weekly guild achievement and com- guild competition system that's really cool. Uh, but then once a month, outside of our MFNs, in addition, we have what's called a Mega, which is a monthly epic guild activity. And this was the brainchild of Marcus, uh, another one of our officers, who was a brainchild of Marcus's uh, like a year and a week ago. So it's been going on for a year now. Once a month, every single month, really cool events. This past Friday was our, our Mega for, for this month, and it was... An old event that we revived and was was fun for a lot of people, which is the Fleet Datacron. So Datacrons you find in the game, and you sort of exploration, you search them out. When you click on them, you get a permanent stat boost, you know, like three extra points of mastery or whatever. The the Fleet Datacron is plus 10 to all stats. Um, you only do it once across your legacy. It's like a legacy achievement applies to all your characters. But a lot of people are still new. I mean, we've got characters that have never... Uh, 
that are new to the game and have never gotten it, have never seen it, and are going to do our MFN stuff and have never done that. So it's really fun, and it's a huge, complicated puzzle. I think it took us like, I think it took us like forty minutes to to set up and and get through it all. And um, this is not a puzzle, and we're not solving the puzzle. We already know the solution to the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. This is- <laughs> well, this is because you yeah. have to like. Open these two doors simultaneously by hitting these two buttons, and then right, and yeah. You have this special grapple device that grapples you up to these, you know, these remote locations. In you have like six people need to coordinate their activities, and then we also did another trick, which is there's a friendly ability on sorcerers, which allows you to take someone in your group and yank them to you to sort mm-hmm. of rescue them. It's sort of like a rescue ability, life grip. And then, so once we had everybody all set up, then we used that rescue ability to chain pull people so they don't have to do all the grappling and everything to chain nice. pull them so they could go get the, the data crown. And then after we all got it, we started uh, public message and in, in general chat on the fleet. We said, anyone on the whole server for the next 20 minutes, we're going to be doing polls. If you don't have it, if you're new to the game, come on over to, to the, to the fleet, um, the fleet hub. We'll tell you how to get here. We'll pull you up. We'll get you through it, and and uh, it'll be great. Did you have a lot of takers? A, no, we only had about five. I think five takers, hmm. um, four or five, because most yep. it's been most in the people game. Had them, yeah. yeah, yeah. Most people have it, um, but the people who did come by um, were really appreciative, and it was it was really cool to be able to do that for them. It was fun. That's always the fun part, it, and it's also the easy part because you've kind of done all the cat herding, and now you're just like pulling people through. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 As as a weird aside, I noticed um I don't, I don't know if it was uh, ESO, um one of the recent updates. Um they now have it to where if you've gotten their version of Datacrons, the shards, you can buy that having get it on a, an alt with real so money all, though. Yeah, real money, but it's interesting <laughs> that they're kind of flirting with that yeah. idea of of a central, you know, just like cuz I I don't think it was always um account wide. At first, like, didn't they switch it over? It wasn't. At some point? No, it was character by character before. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and then they went over to let's just make it on all of them, and, and that was a cool uh, quality of life improvement. So it's interesting. It's interesting always to see the MMOs kind of learning from each other and flirting with their different ideas. Yeah, so yeah, I, I love them. seeing that too. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially ESO just added new classes. Necromancer. You start mm-hmm. adding, you know, more and more classes. People are rolling more and more alts. Mm-hmm. You'd have to go do all the old, you know. All the old niche things that you've done fifteen times on all your other characters, yeah, yeah it just it gets a little. Although you know what, Swartor needs to then steal from ESO is um, how ESO does their um, paragon levels to work yeah. shared instead of it's per, per class. So yes, Swartor needs to. They all need to be to be yes. stealing yeah. things from each other. But not, I not totally more. want them to be on the Oasis. I want them to all be. Yeah, that's <laughs> Red Player One. We'll yes. just take. I'll just take my bounty hunter and he'll go into any game and <laughs> right exactly. and yep. from above <laughs> and I'll have my color changing wolf pet <laughs> fight, fight dragons with my, with my star Wars bounty hunter. That would be the best. <laughs> yes. Seema would have turtles in all the games. I would. <laughs> I mean, that is the one thing that might hurt. Well, classic for me. Well, I mean, Oh, having yeah, to carry them in your pets. bags with your mount? Ye- yeah. Well, yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to play long enough to get the sprite darter, sprite darter, darter. hatchling in that. Yeah. Yep, in that quest chain in for Alice. Oh, 
<laughs> Brief aside, so we were doing the the beta test where we had level forty characters, um, and I had the I have the collector's edition from from uh, vanilla, and so I had a little panda, and it was following me around. And at one point, we were grouped up, and somebody said, "Did did we kill it?" Because it falls asleep and you just see little z's coming up from it it's just yeah. lying asleep there i'm like no it's just asleep it'll be fine and then we had somebody run over and go where, where'd you get that and i'm like oh that was in the collector's edition oh when did that come out <laughs> when the game launched <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah it's it but that's going to be the hard thing because you only get one of the three pets in classic you can either have the mini diablo the panda oh Boo. Um, Who? Now I know. <laughs> so I <have> to decide <laughs> which character you want him on. Uh, but it takes up a bag slot. So, it uh, does yeah. take up a bag slot. Who That's, was talking about this? Um, oh, Lita. On, uh, Lita was talking about this on Azeroth Roundtable. Uh, she, she plays a warlock. And so if she wants to take her pet into raid, it takes up a soul shard spot. So yep. she has to account for not having that extra soul shard because she's got a pet collar sitting in her bag. Yeah, yeah. Classic warlocks don't have bag slots; they have shard slots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah. But but that idea of stealing stuff from other games. So that mm-hmm. sort of brings us to what's coming up with the expansion that's coming out that we that we said. So September, October. October, November, whenever it's going to be available. Hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of bunch of things that are coming in a bunch of stuff that's really cool but the top thing on their list one of the one of the selling points um i feel is stealing a little bit from eso in terms of gear so uh we're getting five levels uh we're getting a new ability and then they're they're overhauling the way the the gear set bonuses work um and they're actually giving you a a, there's a new slot on your character for a new item as well so you know how in ESO, or if maybe people don't know, in ESO, there's many, many sets. And you can mix and match sets. You can have two-piece set bonus, or you can have almost four, two, two full sets uh, of mm-hmm. gear on your character, because you can have that set pieces on the rings and on the weapons. Yep. So I have Every Giuliano piece. set, and, yep. Um, yep. which is really nice. In fact, I think mostly you have two, three full sets, because one of them is a two-piece set for your monster set, mm-hmm. which is uh, yep. helmet shoulders. However, you won't. You we won't be able to have all that, all of those slots because it's still only the seven main slots. But you can still mix and match um, um, two and four from two different sets, and then the number of sets that are available is going to balloon out um, right now. And the new sets that are coming, even just at the launch, and they said they're going to be adding more later in Sextato. The new sets that are going to be coming at uh, at launch are going to be greater than all of the sets that have previously ever been added <laughs> to the game. Wow. That's some so, yeah. so just from my bounty hunter, you can go on the PTS and you can try out all of the sets. There's seven sets available just from my bounty hunter. Um, and each class then has different sets. Huh. And then That's in addition crazy. to that, so the, those sets are, you know, those sets are interesting and they said they want to even get crazy with the kinds of set bonus abilities that they give you. They've added a new item called the tactical slot. And then the ta- the tactical item is another item that almost acts as a set bonus all on its own. Right. Huh. It it really it uh, you know depending on how dramatic the ability is, it can change your rotation. It can almost give you a new a new ability. 
it can give you multiple charges on one of your existing ability to sort of make you more bursty, or it can give one of your damaging abilities um, healing qualities or boost to your heals. So you'll have healers potentially mixing in damage and healing as part of your rotation to to really customize your character. So they've categorized all of them under spoils of war, but it did make me think of those ESO sets, which I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so or I almost think that's the, be like the Diablo sets. You know, there's so many different yeah sets in the True. Diablo you can mix and match. Yeah. So I I like that, and they've they talked about it in terms of horizontal progression, which yeah. is important in a game. Yeah. Because yes. just getting to end level and just getting the, the that final tier, and there aren't a lot of gear tiers in Star Wars compared to like WoW. Um, WoW is definitely a lot of vertical progression. Um, it's definitely flatter in Star Wars. So without horizontal progression, you, f- you feel like there's not a lot of progression from time to time. Yeah. Um, so being able to seek out these sets, seek out the tacticals, build up your, your collection, try different things out and change over time, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. And it's a good completionist activity. Well, and, mm-hmm. and you know, conspiracy theory, when you don't have an operation that's current and new to run, this gives you something to go farm up and, and go after and get these sets. Yep. Yeah. Right. What else? In what general, else? when there's, when there's not new content, it's good to have things to fall back on. Yeah. Right. But there will be content with six auto. Yeah. What uh, you want to go over some of that Seema and what, what, what even is your favorite content that's coming Seema? <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I know. between the operation and the and the it's not, planets, it's not I mean, the there's story. There's Matt planets Matt. and the operation yeah. and Flashpoint. Yeah. It's the legacy. But I'll show uh, some. I'll show some material bank, right? About it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. That that is actually a cool thing they're adding, which is uh, right now we do have legacy storage, which means that you we have a um, a cargo vault that we can put things in that you can then remove them from any character on your account. That's what they call legacy, basically. There's some differences, but it's about the same. Now they're going to do mat storage, kind of like they have done in other MMOs, speaking of yes. getting ideas from other... Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and Guild Wars 2, where it's 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 stored on a tab, so it we can take it out of our, com- our inventory completely, which nice. has... I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be very satisfying to empty out all the tabs of guild of um, cargo vault that I have um, cargo hold that I have filled with mats and be able to put stuff in them that are the things that I do want to access from all characters, but I can't because it's taken up by all these mats (laughs) mats being materials for crafting. Yeah. That that thing alone makes ESO's uh, subscription worth having. So that, have yeah. they said that they're going to do that subscription-wise, or is that something by premium, or is that just something everyone gets? Everyone gets. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, which is nice. Um, so we are, there is going to be new story, obviously. Um, there's going to be involvement from an oldie but baddie, Darth Malgus. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is he going to do? We'll, we'll have the continuation of the story stories for a couple characters that were introduced recently. Um, as well as a brand new character for the X-Pack, um, Arn, who's a cyborg Jedi Padawan, who's also like gray-haired, we see in the pictures. We don't much know much more than that. So well, I don't he's, think he's gray-haired. Well, here, 
He's yeah. He looks gray haired to me. Yeah. Well, look at look at this picture. He looks about. No, I th- I think he's only supposed to be about like twenty five. Oh, well, now that's if he has the gray streak like I do, you know. Well, <laughs> well then then I was I was I thought he had maybe had many lives leading up to this. And I thought that was really interesting. So now it's a little yeah. less interesting. <laughs> Well, he's still not the, the Padawan Padawan. He's not like an 11-year-old. Yeah. But he is, yeah. he is like 25 or 30. But a lot and of then, Padawans are not 11 years old. You know that Padawan we fight at the end of? Um, oh, yeah. Black Talon. Black Talon. Right. Thank you. I, I, I was yeah. going to say Black Esselus. Well, it is, <laughs> right. it is Esselus. You're right. It's, it's Esselus. Because Black Talon, you the... No, you're right. It's at the yeah, end it's of Black, Black Talon. Talon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Black Talon. So, so yeah, new characters. Uh, this was some of the other that were recently introduced in the last content update of uh, six months, five, 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 five months ago. Uh, Odessin, um, Tao. She's a she's a Jedi, like a Jedi warrior, um, hero oh, of the wars. Badass. This is going to be her new Padawan. He's new. But then these are some of the Jedi's. These are some of the Imperial characters. I wanted yeah, more about her. The um, uh, yeah. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, she's awesome. She's so the she's a imperial towel. agent. No, uh, oh the, the imperial one. Yes. The, yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah, because but she's really cool. Yeah, it's an alien in a command rank position, who's female, and that really shows the changing face of the uh, structure for the empire. Yeah. Yeah. Which Malgus has been for from the beginning. Yeah. Right. That's, that's exactly. part, partly how he fell out of favor. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. got him into trouble. Right. Yeah. And in theory, that's why we had to hide, hunt him down as characters, whether you wanted to or not. Oh yeah. Thank you, Corley. It's major Henri. Yeah. Yeah. Henri. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I like that name too. That is Henri. a very cool character. And you, you, when you're walking through, um, Osis with her and she's telling you the, the bits and pieces of the story, her dialogue is really well written and crisp and interesting. I yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did that really well. So that's on Odessan. Uh as you Andoran. That's on no, it's on Odessan. No, it's on no. Osis. Too many O names. Osis. It's on so Osis. When you do that story, rather than you having like walk up to the quest giver and they give you a bunch of dialogue, the first two like missions you have to go do, you have to like go out to the planet. You have to find this location. You have to scan a thing. As you go to each scan point, you have to go like four scan points. Um, you bring that these, either this, this character Tau or, or Henri, depending on your faction, Imperial or Republic, you bring them along as a companion. So star Wars has this idea of companions. They fight with you. You have all of your own companions, but then story companions will come with you from time to time too. While you're going around the, and touring the place and doing this, the, doing the mission, they're, te- they're talking to you the whole time. So each time you get to like a new trigger point, a new scan point, they'll tell you a little bit more about the backstory, what's been on the planet, what they've been doing. And it was I thought that was just a really nice way to to sort of stitch that in and make that really alive. You didn't have to like, you don't have to read because <laughs> exactly. I don't know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also talking back on the MMOs barring from each other, the bodyguards and Najatar and WoW are functional like these yeah, companions right. they're just they're around all the time they're another sentient being they're not like a pet or something yeah yeah um, i want my little fish fish goblin girl to be with me all the time i yeah, do I'm too not. i'm i'm so lonely now when i'm in mechagon because i i want my I my know. fish yeah 
Oh yeah. Or like uh, some of the the current story in WoW actually has you go back to the Broken Shore. Right. And then it's like, oh yeah, you, you're you're my bodyguard from from Broken Shore times. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah first my time loon, I had, welcome back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, wait, where'd this dwarf come? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I remember you. Yeah. Back in the in the mountains. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> in so the mountains. Not- All right. Not Osis, not Odessin, but Onderon yes. is another O planet Onderon. that is getting Amazing. released. And that's that's the planet that's sort of central to the story. Um, so there's going to be like story and, and missions and a bunch of stuff. Um, it's a half jungle, half civilized planet. Uh, so there's like there's like the, these civilized cities, but then the jungle is really wild with big creatures that like to assault the city and, and that kind of thing. Um, and it's it's been it's an old uh, it's an old republic. Um, expand extended universe planet. It's it's been around. You can look it up. You can look up the lore. It's been in books before. Hmm. Um, in addition to uh, Andoran being a planet, it's got a moon called Duxon. Duxon's going to be available to us as well, but as an operation. And the the lore is Duxon is the moon come flying uh, rotating around the planet, and it's in this weird orbit where if they brush uh, atmospheres and the atmospheres touch. And every time their atmospheres touch in their orbit, um, really nasty, beastly creatures from the moon, um, from Duxon, cross over through the atmospheres uh, onto Onderon. And that's why Onderon's under assault so often. Um, So the the operation that's coming is based on Duxon. And the main characters in that operation are two things. One is Zerka Corporation. So Zerka is sort of like the... uh, like the you know your your typical for profit Acme uh, anyway <laughs> Acme or what's what's the one from uh, uh, Portal Oh yeah um, not Johnson's. not Black Mesa but yeah what's that Yeah, uh, yeah. Johnson what's his Aperture name? Science Aperture. Yeah. yeah they're they're in Aperture Science they'll just take anything and they'll make make a big gun they'll make a big weapon and in fact what they're doing on this moon is Hey, big nasty creature monsters! What if we, what if we mutated them even more and weaponized <laughs> them, and then and then sold them? What could go wrong? <laughs> so, so that, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Then the circa second, is truly the bad guy you love to hate. Yeah. Well, it's it's <laughs> almost awesome. like um, the the goblins in WoW. <laughs> kinda, kinda. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's kind of like Office Space, though. It's, it's just sort of like the mean, the mean bad corporation. You have a bad day at work, go home and kill some middle managers. <laughs> I, believe, I believe, I believe, I was told that these monsters would, would not be released. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you'll be fighting some of their big creatures, and then the other thing that's happening in this uh, this facility is anytime you get big nasty creatures. Um, there's there's the Trandoshan race is the is these guys. So Trandoshans part of Trandoshan's religion is to is to hunt the biggest hunt to to bag right. the biggest prize, right? So the scorekeeper. So they yeah, the the scorekeeper is their there's their god figure, um, and Jagnath points are are what they acquire as part of sort of part of their spirituality. They get wind of these big prizes, these big, these massive creatures that they can go hunt. So they assault the facility. They decide that, that they're, you know, 
they're they're going to break in here because this is this sounds like a great great hunting time for them. And again, what could go wrong? Well, trend oceans. <laughs> so everything, everything, yeah, <laughs> everything. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's the operation. And that's one of the things I'm most excited for because that's central to our MFNs. That's central to what we do in AIE. We're still doing all of the operations that have been the last six years and we do them over and over and over again. Um, we're still going to be able to do that because they're, they're, uh, re-level syncing and bolsterizing all of those operations. So still be relevant content. They're putting on the new gear as drops in all the old operations still, but we all want a new operation too. So. Yeah. yeah. The the um, level sync is what worries me a little bit. We'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um we've tried it a little bit. So Seema and I went in there. Uh they're they're trying to tune it. And basically what it is is you you, you get level synced down to whatever the content was. So they're going to lock the the difficulty of the content so that no matter how many new levels or you know that they put on in the future, you'll always just get level synced b- back down. So sort of like how time walking works and wow, except yeah. available all the yeah. time. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but per- permanent. Exactly. Yeah, or or Final Fantasy fourteen, although I wonder if they're going to allow the unsynced method still too. If you just want to plow through there. Nope, they're doing no, away with that entirely. No, one's no you can't. Yeah, there's gonna there isn't gonna be any soloing old content, which that's a bummer. Right. That seems unfortunate. Yeah. I agree. But, I, I enjoy that. But the easy modes are pretty I think they're too easy. They they put well, yeah. them up a yeah. little bit. But the easy modes are—you'll be able to do an operation probably with half the people. Um, you know, if you're if you're end game geared and you want to do a story, instead of eight people, you'll probably be able to bring four or five people and just pop oh, through. That's it. good for a MFN where we end up with twelve to fourteen. You know, right? Yeah, right. Um, so so far, that's what it seems. Now, if right. they crank up those difficulties, then yeah. they, they could be more of a challenge for us because right now we can go into easier content. Yeah, with twelve people instead of 16 and, and clear it out. Um, but so I'll have to say, uh, you want to talk about uh, Mech Shah, which I'm also really. So there's to. another um, new zone slash planet called Mech Shah. It's going to be like a cyberpunk slash pirate theme. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wish I had more pictures. Really so looking forward to Narshida, like more. Pirate-y, well, less. It's not quite it's Rishi, a, not quite right Narshida. Yeah, yeah. Merge it's, the it's two. Asteroid. That's, <laughs> it's a it's an asteroid that's been half mined out, so it's sort of like a half open shell of the asteroid, and then they built a city inside of that of that asteroid. Oh, I'm yeah. Not, I switched over to my screen. Yeah. Um, so they built up this sort of cyberpunkish city inside of that of of that asteroid. So there's a big force field that covers the outside of the city. It's still a shipyard where they're building ships and. Now the the mining operation stuff still exists, but this really sort of cyberpunky Narshada-ish a little bit uh, city is is then built up inside this half open shell of the asteroid. Gotcha. And it looks really cool. Yep. I like I like cyberpunk in my in my tech MMO games. So of course, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And then a and then a flashpoint. So the story it sounds like a major plot point of the story will. F- culminate in an assault on Corellia. So yeah. Corellia is... Well, I mean, what else do you do in Corellia? Because you're always assaulting <laughs> it. Yeah, it's, a, it's always, yeah. Always been beat up. I think Corellia gets a bad rap, though. I mean, 
at least on Corellia, if you look at the map, you can follow. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not you, like some oh, I, places I know where it's on multiple levels and. <clears throat> right. No, but it's, it's still, it's still been busted up for, for the last six years. Yeah. No, but the, Corellia, like, it's just easy. If you, if the object is above you, you go below. And if it's off to your right, you head left, and then you'll get there eventually. But at least you can look at the map and go there, oh, unlike yeah. Najatar, where the map was no help at all. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and, this is yeah. concept art that they did for the assault on Corellia. And this was a cool story when they talked about this concept art. They said, what they, call, they called it like key art or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. What they give they, the developers to say, this is the mood. Right, right. So that the designers get with some artists, they describe what's going on. One of, you know, one of their top artists then creates this wallpaper, this panorama, this uh, big mural, and then says, this is the feeling of what we're going for. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, so Corelli is getting, getting assaulted and blown up more, even more than it already is. <laughs> Go to go to Axial Park, and there's still the zoo creatures are all still running around the streets in Corellia for the last six years because it's been busted up and under assault for for yeah. years and years. But yeah, Seema, are you going to roll a Nautilon? New character, new race, new race coming in six point oh two. Be hard not to, won't it? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They look, real, they look real familiar, though. I swear, I might, I might have had one like that, or maybe I've just seen them a lot. Yeah. So th- they're in. There is NPCs in the game. That could be it. I must just. But they're not. Lot. But they're not playable. Um, they're 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 old school Star Wars races. Mm-hmm. So Nautilons have been around. Um, there was a baby one in Men in Black that Will Smith had to deliver <laughs> in the back of the car. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, not Nautilons um, are are in uh, as a playable race. Any, anything else, Seema? What what else are we are we missing? Did you forget Cherry Kefis? Uh, I uh, where's my picture of it? So, I so that they've done uh, periodic reveals of more and more. So we said in the the Cantina events, um, for some reason they dubbed. Uh, it's, it's not this guy. But there's there's another guy. The first boss was revealed. It was actually revealed and confirmed on uh, Marcus Mark- and, and Nick's yeah, working. working Class Nerds podcast. They did a yeah. live interview with some of the devs. Um, that is uh, where they confirmed that the pictures that they had showed um, is uh, is one of the bosses. There, that's the one from Men in Black. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Nautilus. <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah. a Nautilus, right? <laughs> exactly. The eyes are right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we've been on the PTS. Uh, we've been playing it on the PTS. We've been trying all this stuff out. The, the, the biggest thing that they've been putting on the PTS is the gear and the abilities. So we did a couple of our podcasts live from the PTS. So we could try that stuff out and we could talk about it. Last week, we were talking all about uh, what the with the bounty hunter abilities and set bonus felt like um, Seema mostly you play healer, right? And 
it, it's feeling right. Well, I mean, what was you? You were fine with the with the healing updates so far, weren't you? I was. Yeah, I mean, I, I like you said, there's seven bounty hunter sets. I I really only played around with one sort of generic set, but yeah, I'm pretty. I'm I'm. I mean, it's not it's not some of the things that we were dreaming about. Not but, yet, right? Yeah. So. A what, lot of it what's seems giving to me you the hesitation that it's not going to be out in September. First of well, I never thought it was going to be out in September because <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah. But now because of the PTS, the state of the PTS where people like all the stuff we've talked about, only a fraction of that have we actually seen on the PTS. So that makes people think it's not ready. Okay. Right. And can't be ready in a month. Yeah, even even like the the inventory management for your new for your materials, right? That's in, but the window isn't even drawn. Is isn't even finished drawn. <laughs> and and even though the gear stuff is in, it still has a lot of placeholders. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those... It, even the um the flavor text on items seems like it's it's not the live version gotcha <laughs> and i mean that's, but there's some hilarious stuff in there <laughs> there is but that's a huge job it is if yeah. you're if you're introducing a crap ton of gear that all has um flavor text on every piece and yeah. then it's all got to be localized so i would yeah. i would expect that it would have to be done now for everything to be localized packaged ready for ready for shipping and ready to go if they were going to make their original end of september target yeah. Um, still in in October, possible. I think it's. Possible. Well, I mean, my er, my date of early October isn't that different from their date of of late last September. September so. Yeah. <laughs> so we shall see as far as that goes. Right. I uh, I think it's going to be a, a little bit later too. But you know, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff, and they've they're they're not dripping things out ahead of time like. They right. did put in like a placeholder, like a flashpoint, an early flashpoint, like the the prelude to Shadow of Revan, which was kind of cool and would have would have been cool to have along the way. But with the PTS and the PTS achievements and us, you know, getting the guild in there and getting to play around and you know, at least on the podcast, we've got content to talk about because they put keep putting blog posts right. out about the new systems and how they're gonna work. And we were playing with crafting and what we see so far in that, which isn't done, but we gotta <laughs> look at it. Yeah, you, uh, didn't you make one item and then throw your uh, computer against the wall? <laughs> yes, I, yeah. rage, I rage quit crafting because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a new tier, so I, I get that. But they, like, increased the, the number of materials and effort to make this new tier, like, by an order of magnitude. Even yeah. for, like, the, the basic crappy gear that I will never make right. because it's basic and crappy. Uh, so Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Tune out. Yeah, I was a little salty about that on the on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah. Any, anything else? I, I I think that's it for me. I'm I'm happy to ask, answer questions line if it do or oh can't can't no. All right. Well, that How about is, you, Seema. Anything? Yeah. I think that's enough to cover. I think we're. Yes. Have to look forward to. All right. We used up our time. Yeah. And that's well, Thank too. you guys for coming. And then so. some. Yeah. Well, we had Wild Classic to talk about too. So and yeah. streaming yeah, difficulties yeah, it's, and echoes. It's never. And... It's never Max and I talking a lot. It's yeah. never that. <laughs> All right. 
That is our show tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Seaman Max for joining us. Thank you again so much. Um, and thanks. Let's see. I don't think we're doing any streaming this week because I think Dent was AWOL from Lotro, so they are not doing their Star Trek. Yep. Or Star Trek. Yeah. So they're not doing their M- MFN. So. Uh, all right, and Max, you are on Twitter as at Max the Gray, and Seema, you are on as AIE Seema, correct? Right, that is correct. Yes. Although a better place to find me is going to be Discord, always. Yes. Yep. Yep. We are hanging well, out in the AIE Discord. Indeed. Well, if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the Mucow. Makala is at Cyberwife, and Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, which is aie-guild.org/podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is aie-guild.info/discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news from Hunts the Wind and S. Buxley from Buxley. Yep. All right. And next time we will be talking to Eve. I think it's Eve. It's Eve or STO. No, it's either Eve or STO. So. I will we'll find out soon. We'll find out soon. Yep, exactly. One of the, one of the two space things. You know, we got to go space, 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 fantasy, fantasy. And we're good. All right. Yeah. So until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. And this is Mucow. And this has been, wow, the AIE podcast. Indeed. Later, everyone. Kaluak leaders put potential real estate deal on ice. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. Our recent report about Uldum made us realize we should check in with other areas from past expansions, and our visit to Northrend uncovered another great story. While attention has been focused on the faction war, Trade Prince Gallywix has been attempting to buy the entire south coast of Northrend, from Borean Tundra to Howling Fjord. Speculation is he thinks there is Azerite under the icy waters offshore, and he is eager to exploit it. But his efforts have been rebuffed by the Kalawak tribes that inhabit the coast. Elder Kanani told ODN that reports from Tuscar merchants across the other continents all assess Gallywix as, quote, a vain, greedy dolt who has no honor and cares for nobody but himself. The goblin wants us to sell him our homes and put ourselves under his control. What sane individual would voluntarily give power to a vindictive idiot like him? Unquote. Frustrated by the Kalawak refusal to bargain, the trade prince made increasingly bizarre offers to sweeten the deal. He somehow became convinced that the Tuscar had grown tired of their seafood diet and promised them thousands of tons of leaves and vegetables from the goblin-controlled areas of Stranglethorn Vale. This disrespect for Tuscar culinary traditions was the last straw, and they sent the goblin negotiators packing. Their final message to Gallywix? No matter how much green you offer us, we will never give up our land. 
Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Buxley may need an adapter. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about ghost wolves. Maui asks, Buxley, adult shamans can travel in ghost wolf form and appear to be adult wolves. When shaman are children, do they appear as ghost puppies? We do not speak of this. What? There's a follow-up question. It's from Maui. It says, no, really, I, I like to know. How did he... That's the first time... Uh, oh, well, I, 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 I guess I can answer this. But Maui, you have to keep this a secret. Ghost Wolf, as you've noticed, is a form that all shamans can run around as. And yes, young shaman do appear as ghost puppies. But what most people don't know, it takes a while to get to that point. We have to work our way up to that. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Okay, I'll just get this out. The order from easiest to toughest for young shamans to do is ghost sheep, ghost snail, ghost frog, ghost pepper, ghost bird, ghost burrito, ghost frog, ghost spicy pickle, ghost cat, and then ghost puppy. And even the ghost puppies are usually just chihuahuas. Okay, then, with additional training, adults can progress to Ghost Sloth, Ghost Rider, Ghost Wombat, Ghost Tree, Ghost Buster, Ghost Lion, Ghost Tiger, Ghost Bear, Oh My, and finally Ghost Wolf. Remember, this is just a secret between you and me. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to see what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. You can listen to the archives at AskBuxley.com. Moo! Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.